You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Chats for September. Yay! I'm I'm your host Danny. <laughs> I'm your co-host Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee, how's it going? Same old, same old. Yeah. Um, what you been playing lately? Pretty much just Final Fantasy X. Good! I'm yeah. glad you started. Finally! Uh, I was a little, a little worried that you like hadn't started yet, and I was going to be like, so it's the 15th, yeah, how far are you? And it's like, oh yeah, I need to start that. I, I am a, I am still a little bit behind. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but yes, I did start. I, it's funny because I was looking at my progress and thinking that I didn't feel like it was very far along, but um, we're... I feel like I'm getting pretty close to going to Xanarkin, and it seems like once... Well, oh, no. After after the wedding. The Yuna's wedding oh, part. Oh, you've already had that part? No, I haven't, oh, I haven't okay. gotten there yet. He just... Seymour just proposed. Jeez. But I think that's, like, the next thing is the wedding, and I think after that, it starts to progress really fast. So, um... I feel like I'm only, like, five hours in, but, like... And, you know, we've played this game several times, I'm sure. And so it feels like where I'm at, I'm there so much quicker than I remember it being. Like, I... feels like i'm flying through this game i felt like that the first like episode or the first the first sit down the first sit down and play through that i I, when i started it was like i got through um like you're you're in xanarkin then you go to spira and you do the whole stuff with riku then you go and you you go to besaid and you do all the stuff there and then you get yuna and then you start traveling and it's like i was doing all these things and it was going so fast i'm like Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have this thing done in like <laughs> a week. It's definitely not done, but uh, you know, it does feel like you progress really fast at yeah. the beginning. Where now I feel like every section, it's like you know, you you get to a temple and then they're like, oh, there's this long road ahead of yeah. you, and then you do the long road, and then you got like a little dungeon thing. You have a boss fight, and then you get to the next temple, and you got another long road. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Have you? Are you playing? You're playing the HD remake. Right? I am. Yeah, I'm playing the PS4 version. Did you select the more challenging uh, sphere grid? I selected the standard sphere. Did grid. you? Yeah. I chose the the new one. Yeah, it's. Well, I'm curious what the difference is. The layout is different, <clears throat> and from what I've noticed, I still need to like. <laughs> you know, the the standard they pretty much walk you through what each you know because. Each character, your Lulu's your black mage, so all of her stuff is geared towards right. black mages, and then you can expand if you want to after that. Where this, it's kind of jumbled together, but still kind of, you know, Titus can still take his usual path, but there's a little bit of everyone's kind of scattered. It's very different. I'll have to let That's you weird. see it. Yeah. But it makes you really have to pay attention to what you're doing and i kind of liked the little added challenge i don't know if it'll bite me in the butt later but we'll I, see i guess i don't really understand because i in the in the standard one you really can only go in one direction like there is right. no branching path i mean the, it does branch a little bit and they're usually blocked by like the level right. spheres it's the same but the it's completely rearranged. Right. Like everyone's sphere grid path, like it, it's all been remapped. Hmm. Interesting. It's very different. And yeah. some of the characters kind of start right next to each other. So like 
I could have Yuna doing Lancet if I really wanted to. Like, interesting. Very interesting. Huh. I don't think this is in the original, but I also have the option to extract ability spheres. Yeah, and that was in the original. Yeah. Well, I I got that immediately, which is so helpful. So I have. <laughs> I think been doing that. I don't. I don't remember. I'm kind of tempted to start up the original PlayStation version just to get an idea of what it really was like. Yeah. originally because i don't know how much has changed since you know yeah. the original but i remember struggling with ability spheres and yeah like waka gets that in in my game anyway waka got that like right away like pretty much waka starts and then within the first like 10 10 moves you can you can yeah. unlock um the ability one and yeah that I'm doing that now, like, all the time. Yeah. And I actually spent a bunch of time when I was playing. I'm like, I need ability spheres yes. so bad. And I knew that you could... I knew that some of the characters had uh, attacks that would... Extract the... Right. Yeah. And um, so I'm looking up how to find the ability one. And I'm, I, I figured it would probably be in Waka's. And I'm looking through all of Waka's, like, future stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, it is not here. I'm like, I cannot find this thing. So then I Googled it. And it's like Waka's starting point And the ability oh, one no, is right here. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I already had it. I just oh, had no just idea. Know. I just had no idea. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, I almost never used Waka unless I had to. Like, he was probably my least favorite character. I'm used Using him all the time. I had Yuna because Yuna was so close to it. Yuna is my person that extracts the spheres. So like sometimes I I don't need that third character. So Yuna's a great option to just whack someone over the head with her, her wand to extract it. And then the other two can attack and kill the enemies as I need it. So I've got this nice balance going on. I... I have a problem with that balance because when I used to play growing up and I say growing up, but this game is was came out like 20 years ago or something. But, um, I, I used to always play with like the same three. Yeah. And like very seldom would I rotate people through just to try and do something specific. Right. Where now I feel like I'm constantly rotating characters yeah. out, which is great, but I like everyone's kind of leveling up together and it makes everyone a little more you're weak. Playing, oh, I see. But you're playing as the game intended, though. That's yeah, that's exactly right. Um, I did spend some time this weekend going through and leveling leveling up characters. I say in yeah. air quotes because you don't really level up. But, um, you know, I, I did spend some time doing that this weekend, and it seems to help. Like, I I did the leveling up in the Thunder Plains, and when I first started leveling up, like, all the enemies were kind of difficult. Yeah. And now all the enemies are really easy. And I don't feel like I moved that much in my sphere grid thing. So... I don't know if the, the balance is that fast or what, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, when you're level, quote unquote, level grinding, it really, if you get your power up, it's like you're leveling up in a different kind of way. So I can see why maybe where you are in your sphere grid, all of a sudden your strength increases or something, but maybe your defense does. I don't know. I guess it's, again, my... My path is going to be vastly different now, so I'm curious to see how it will affect when 
enemies start getting much significantly harder, yeah. especially towards the end of the game. All I can think about is the um, the airship fight with that dragon. Yeah, because you can get soft locked there if you d- if you can't beat that dragon. That's where Shannon, when Shannon used to play, she was stuck. She was stuck at that dragon on the airship. I didn't know that. And she was stuck. And I tried beating him too. And just where she, where she was, you couldn't progress. And you couldn't leave the airship. You couldn't leave the airship to level up. So, like, she really was stuck. Like, stuck, stuck. It was. You know, it's tough. funny you mentioned that because I think I vaguely remember having that same problem. But I was. It was really based on luck for myself personally in that incident, just being able to get the right set of moves in. But yeah, it sucks when you get soft locked like that. That's yeah. very. <laughs> Speaking of, I thought I had soft locked myself out of one of the temples, which I knew was not possible. I was just missing something. But have you had any trouble with the temples yet? Uh, you like mean the like puzzles? the puzzles? Uh, no, not really. I no. mean, they've been fine. Have you been I've, doing the destruction sphere stuff? I missed the first one because uh, I was I was in there. So in Besaid, when you do the puzzle, you're in there doing stuff, and then you unlock the um the way to progress. And I just like walked in, and it triggered Oops, the cutscene yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't get back in. So I'm like, ah, crap. Well, I'll have to, I, you, afterwards you have to go back to all the temples anyway mm-hmm. to pick up more items and stuff. So I figure out, I'll just try yeah. and remember that I need to get that one. But the rest of them I've gotten yeah. so far, I mean, I only have three, three aeons right now. So I've only done two other ones. Oh, so I'm not too far behind you then. I just got Ixion. Oh, okay. I just, I just got done. I just got Oren at Luca, so... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you pretty much get Oren, and then you go on and get um, Ixion after yeah. you do... You gotta do the, like, Mushroom Rock stuff. Yeah. And then, uh... Yeah, and then you you go on from there. But, yeah, I'm I'm 15 hours in, so if you're only five yeah. hours in, I'm a ways ahead. Well, I think I'm probably a little bit more now, but, yeah. I, I definitely started way later than you did. But have you watched any of my gameplay? I have. Oh, I was just so I'm just curious what the um what the difference is graphically between cuz you're playing the, the Switch, Switch version yeah. and I'm playing on the PS4. I I haven't. I am interested to see too because there's it's pretty good on the Switch. There's some things I notice, not terrible things. The only thing that really bothers me is that the HD remake for Yuna, she looks weird Hmm. i don't know why like i think it's her eyes i think they tried putting you know her eyes are two different colors yeah and i don't know if it's that there's been put a strange emphasis on it or if it just looks so unnatural but she's almost there is this like soulless look like she's just almost like a doll i don't know it's very hard to explain it looks very straight it's not natural i guess not that they're natural but you know like compared to the rest of them it looks very weird i can't say i've really noticed that but i mean there's a lot of times where um just the goofiness of the game and the era that it was made like there's a moment where um titus is like doing a, a monologue thing yeah 
and Yuna looks over and then like walks away and he goes i wonder what she was smiling at and you didn't smile at all she just like looked over at him and then walked away and i'm like uh (laughs) that didn't come across at all (laughs) that's that's really funny yeah well titus does kind of stuff like that it's just it's i realize what they're trying to do like he's noticing as she walks by and you have that inner monologue but it is like it's strange, yeah. What's she smiling at? And then there's <laughs> just like this dead stare. <laughs> then one of the times Yuna walks up to him and like folds her hands and does this little smile. But like in any other situation, if I just walked up to you, stopped, smiled, folded my arms for like two two long seconds, and then walked away, you would be like, okay. <laughs> it's just <a> weird. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a few things about the story too that I'm like scratching my yeah. head about and it's there's so, there's other things that I'm realizing now that I didn't realize yeah. when I played it through before. Um I mean like like Oren he's keeping this like the secret of him going to Xanarkin. And when you talk to, now that you have Oren, you I don't know how far you are mm. since you've gotten him, but you'll notice that once, once he starts going from place to place, people start recognizing him and he'll, and they're like, well, where have you been for the past 10 years? He's like, don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that. And when I was playing, like when, when the game first came out and I played it through, I'm like, it's this huge mystery. He's been disappeared for 10 years where now playing it through this time i'm like well yeah he was missing for 10 years because he was in xanarkin taking care of titus like that's where he's been so that kind of i don't know just like the little things about the story that i never picked up because i wasn't paying enough attention i this game i feel like and we'll probably be able to it won't all click together too much later in the game especially for us who it's been a while but i feel like i remember this game having a lot of plot holes it's just and like easily explained by it's pyreflies well <laughs> there are a lot of interesting features about the pyreflies like they can manifest stuff mm-hmm. and that's like the aeons are essentially pyreflies and the fiends are fi- right. pyreflies and like the pyreflies are souls but they're not souls it's 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 yeah. really it's really convoluted with what the pyreflies are and what they can do. Which to me is just, this is how it is. And if you don't understand, it's pyreflies. It's right, like a yeah. kind of a cop out, which some of the stuff, it's fine. But like to be able to breathe underwater, pyreflies. Like, why? <laughs> that, I can't say that's ever explained. Not I've that I finished the game. I've had to dig for that. I think that it would have been fine if they just didn't explain it. Like, yeah, I know. It's just like, yeah, they breathe underwater in this game. Like, Don't worry about it. At this, I mean, Faeons are real. Like, what's what why I think not? is funny is like most of the time they don't talk when they're underwater, but there was like one time, Waka's like, we're we're all going through the water, and Waka's like, we're gonna get them, and I'm like, why are you talking right now? <laughs> like, yes. what the heck? Um, yeah, there was another thing. I can't remember now. I'll have to rewatch it and see if I can figure it out. They were on they were on the shoe puff. Rides a shoe puff. Rides a shoe puff. Um 
and something triggered my thought of how Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy Seven are like blended together. Yeah. And like just the like possibilities. I I'm I'm being stupid about telling you about no. this now because I have no concept of what that was that triggered it. But it was like this revelation that I had in the middle of the game. Like I paused the game and on Twitch I'm like talking about yeah. this like revelation that I'm having. Well that's like the fan theory, isn't it? That Final Fantasy it's, seven and ten It's are... more than a fan theory because one of the the writers or oh, yeah. directors or producer some yeah. one of the, one of the main people that made Final Fantasy Ten specifically stated that they were, you know, like like Put those two together. Yeah. That they were part of the same universe well, in some way. In Final Fantasy VII Remake, you see the pictures on the walls when you're going through the Shinra building, when you go through the, like, the walkthrough, and you actually, excuse me, actually see Shinra from 10-2 in one of the pictures. Really? I believe so. I'll because, I mean, and- it's the other way around. Like, Final Fantasy VII was supposed to come first. And then, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, I was thinking that f- what if sin is a um, a weapon mm. in Final Fantasy X? Like, because the whole, like, plot of X is sin is, like, this monster that came to destroy everything for using too much um, machina. That sounds suspiciously like, yeah. you know, Mako. But in any case... They're, the cities are using too much of this, and the because they were getting too powerful, sin came to destroy everyone, which sounds a lot like the you know in Final Fantasy VII where something got too powerful and the world was trying to defend itself and summon these creatures so that it couldn't Wait. get destroyed. I don't, I don't think so. After we finish the game, I don't think you'll think that anymore. That's true. I don't remember the ending yeah. stuff. It's just I I don't know. I just found it's, that kind of interesting. Yeah, that, no, I that is it's interesting. I agree. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to revisit our fan theory. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just if if the if the two are connected, that would be a fun like way to go about it. But yeah, I mean maybe yeah. towards the end, I won't I won't feel Definitely. that way because I don't remember the ending yeah. at all. That's a complex game. It's funny because when I played. And I've talked about this so many times now, but I played all the Final Fantasy games through once just before we started the podcast, which has been five years now, but I played through Final Fantasy X. I've played through all of them, and I I just wasn't paying any attention, and like I, I'm not, I'm picking up on stuff now playing through them yeah. again. And I'm like, where was I when all this was happening? <laughs> like, what was I... D- I must have been, like, watching TV or whatever and just playing the game to say that I beat it. Because, I mean, when I was doing that, that was kind of my goal. Because here I was this huge Final Fantasy fan, in yeah. quotes, like, Final Fantasy fan, but I hadn't played them all. So then, I like, I wanted to go through and play them to all so that I could say, say yeah, I, I, bl- I played and beat all of them. Where I did I really though? We're now playing them through and putting all this focus on you know really thinking about the game and thinking about the story because we have to review it. I feel like I'm understanding the games way more. I, I think it helps being an adult. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because some of this stuff absolutely would have gone over my head as a kid because 
I don't care. Well, about sure, some playing of this. them through the very first time, absolutely. Like I, I wouldn't have gotten half of this stuff, you know, the first time I played it. But, but having played it just a few years ago, I mean, here now it's been about ten as per usual. But I mean, still, like, I just. I wasn't paying any attention to the games. And if you're not like dedicating that time to sit down and play the game, if you're doing other stuff, you're going to miss all these little details and, you know, little things. I appreciate this game. You know, with Titus not knowing what's going on, you're following that story. And it's, it's, at first, I thought it was kind of cheap that it's like, well, he doesn't know, and they're just explaining it as amnesia, but it makes sense in a way that that's how they would make it, like, you're from, because Xanarkand kind of, in a way, represents our modern world, where if yeah. we were to be thrown into the past, like, those stories are kind of boring, but, like, when you think about how they went about it, I just appreciated you're learning with Titus because he really is learning. Yeah, you right. Know? It's, I don't know. it's a fun way to explain the world from his perspective because he doesn't know anything right. about the world. So having, it kind of gives you that, like... It makes it realistic when they're having to re-explain what's common knowledge to everyone. Right. So it just... It makes sense that way instead of just... Because, you know, I'm not going to go into the street and be, and someone's like, this is how we order food at this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, like, true. no one's going to really do that. But they might if you are like, hey, I don't remember things. <laughs> you right. know, so it makes sense, I guess. I just appreciate that, I guess. That, I that way of explaining yeah. things. Yeah. No, I get it. I just, I like that little i'm not expecting things to be realistic but like it's not realistic when someone's explaining something that's common knowledge in the game so something that i'm struggling with right now is i don't understand how the aeons are leveling up i I just don't understand it there is no like place where they have like stat boosts like all the other characters have stat boosts but like the Aeons are absolutely getting stronger and their their HP is changing. So it's like what is triggering that? I I don't I don't understand that. So I was gonna look it up, but I thought, well, maybe the game would tell me in like a tutorial menu. No, there's nothing anywhere that mm. explains that. It's just it is what it is. And I thought, well, maybe if I'm like fighting with them more, they would level up. Don't they have their own menu screen and stuff? They do, but only... I haven't inc- looked into it myself. Only, only customize... You don't get it until later, but they... Only customizing like their the- abilities, not their stats. Maybe they're leveling up with Yuna, though. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. And when you use the Aeons more, Yuna obviously gets the bulk of the yeah. ap so like you can you can move her more in the sphere grid if you use the aeons more it's just i feel weird i feel like it's a cheap thing to constantly be throwing aeons at battles but like it's so easy yeah <laughs> to, to like uh stack their overdrives and yeah go oh, into oh, a i do that battle. anyway i do that but anyway. when you've got some of these battles coming up where they tear down your aeons you can't use them anymore it makes you like you still gotta pay attention to what you're actually doing yeah i hear you this game 
I feel like sometimes it's too easy, and then I remember it being tough at times. So, but again, I have that different sphere grid now, so I'm I'm curious to see how it'll play out. Something that I noticed when I first started the game this time around, um, having played all the uh, uh, having played so many open world games mm-hmm. now, it's essentially a skill tree. Like this was kind of the first iteration to a skill tree. Prior yeah. to skill yeah. trees. Like, so in in a lot of the open world games, your main character, like, grows through these skill trees and you gain points and then you spend the points in your skill tree to, you know, right. master skills or whatever the case is. And um, that's essentially what the sphere grid is. And it's so funny. I was talking to somebody in, in Twitch about it. Like, yeah, like... It really is the first yeah. iteration to a skill tree. Like you don't have to spend any points if you don't want to, or you don't have to. Um, you know, if you if you want to try and play the game without any HP boot bumps, you could literally skip all the yeah. HP you know spheres and just do whatever else you want. It's just an, an interesting, an interesting way to be able to play the game. You know, you don't have yeah. to you don't have to do certain things. Like if you don't want, if you don't want Yuna to have any attack points, like there's no point in giving Yuna a a power sphere to increase her attack. If she's never going to attack. I mean, to the, on the flip side though, like, the power spheres are so easy to acquire. What's the point? Yeah. I, to me, it just makes it more realistic to, it's your it's what you decide you're in control you focus on what you want to focus on if you want to focus on just trying to get to auto life as fast as possible <laughs> i wish that that was a possibility but like again you can only move as fast as your right. sphere grid will let you so um i do wish though and well probably talk about a lot of this stuff on the actual Podcast. review episode yeah. but i wish that you could branch out a little bit more into different areas quicker. Like right now, like every character for me anyway, I don't know about yours, but every character is kind of set on their one path Yeah, and there is not too many deviations without like unlocking things. This is how it is in mine. There is, you can just kind of do go wherever you want. Yeah. I think there are certain areas that are locked because I'm assuming because, you know, they don't want you to be able to get Ultima within the first hour of the (laughs) game. But there are play- like you really have to pay attention. Where's this branch going? Where is this branch going? Well, I really need this this for when this comes up. Right? Yeah, yeah. It just adds an extra challenge, I think, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's they- cool. And that you have the option where, you know, the standard. If you don't want that challenge, or if you do, you know. Well, for me, in that choice, I I specifically wanted to play the game as it was yeah. originally released, and. So that's why I wanted standard across the board where like I could see where, yeah, I'll check out something yeah. else, you know, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. I mean, I was like super close to just playing the game on the PS2 yeah. anyway. <laughs> it's just, this one looks so much better. Are you so happy you did it? this? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It really does look so much better. Yeah, did you pick does. the new music or the old? I picked the new music. Oh, did you? I figured if I'm going to be choosing the new stuff anyway. Uh, well, and it'll be nice. To, like, <clears throat> we remember the old music. Right. I, honestly, I've noticed some differences, 
but I haven't been like, oh, this sounds really different. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. It's just, eh. Well, uh, let's let's change topic before we get too deep. Any, any, any more, more deep into this. Before we just have the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> the original game podcast. Um. So PlayStation? What, yeah, so um, play, PlayStation just came out with a new state of play. Um, there was a couple things that I specifically wanted to talk about. Um, did you watch the majority of it? For the most part, yeah. I missed like maybe the first 10 I, minutes. I think we started watching about the same yeah. time. Because you had mentioned like, oh, I almost forgot. And I was like, oh, me too. And then we yeah. started at the same time. Um, I miss, we, we missed like the first 10 minutes. And the first 10 minutes had a couple really good... Um, games that they announced yeah. or trailers that they added yeah. in um one of them was forsaken yeah, it looks and really the, good. and it looks phenomenal <laughs> like i'm so excited for this game just the like the concept of this girl is like in i don't know what like new york or something and then she just gets teleported to this world it's very similar to final fantasy yeah. 10 in that way of this like yeah, it is. here i am what now so I, I like that I I like that concept of just going out and exploring this world from having no idea where you're at. So that it looks like a lot of fun. The like she has this like specialty bracelet that yeah. she can talk to Is in that some way. Was talking? I yeah, wasn't sure. it was her her bracelet. So I that's an interesting tactic. I've seen that before where like people communicate with their weapons. So that's not yeah. necessarily new, but it's just an interesting twist on it. So we'll see. And it like gives her magic. So she can like fly around or something too. So it's yeah. it's really it's gonna be an interesting an interesting. interesting game. It looks cool. Um but they had like a new God of War that they announced, which yeah. looks like a, a sequel to the one that they just released on the PS4. Yeah. Um and then they're bringing they're bringing um grand theft auto 5 to the ps5 with like hd like how many yeah, times do you, that game came out on the ps3 <laughs> how many times do you need a re-release i'm surprised it didn't announce skyrim also for the ps5 super hd remake like how many times do you really need to re-remake a game i mean it's a cash cow it's a, yeah it is an easy like you know, I mean, pour, upscale it, makes, it and yes. then sell it, but it, it just money. feels it feels really dumb when it's taking up precious time in. You could be doing other things. Well, it's, they could be announcing better stuff. Then here's another HD yeah. remake with another extra really bonus feature. Like, like I don't just care. Time at this point, yeah, I agree. Like either get like give me better stuff. I don't I don't want these developers to be working on remastering garbage. And not that these games are garbage, <laughs> but I don't I don't feel like they should be spending their time re-releasing stuff that just let it elegantly go. Let it pass away. Let it let it just <laughs> do its thing. It it played its part. You you made it look as but good this, as you could for the time. Let it go. This is just the thing that is that they do now though like it's just, i know and i we could hate make it. a new game or we could remaster this again like it's not just these games like it's all it's, of the games it would be one thing if they were to take really old games and remaster them like they are doing right. with seven 
not that I agree with the way they did seven, but like that's the concept. Like if they're doing that, that's fine. Like I understand. Yes, yeah, Spyro. Yeah. Um. Ba- uh. Not Banjo Kazooie though. That would be yeah. amazing. Um. Crash Bandicoot. I mean, all these games that came out like old like PlayStation games, and they're remastering them now. Perfect. The Makes place. Sense. The PlayStation era is a good place to do that because they weren't proficient at the 3D stuff like they are now. So all those games could use a remaster. Where like Grand Theft Auto Five, do we really Skyrim? Do we really need a remastered version like, of Skyrim? It feels like they're just dusting off these old games and selling them with a higher price tag. I, it's just it's cleaning just, it up and selling it at the price tag. You know, yeah. I I can I can understand where they want to make as much money off of those assets as possible. I I understand that tactic as a business, you know, a business move. I just don't want that to take up prime real well, estate in thing. state of play. They're flooding the market. There's less new games and more right. just the flooding of right. these remakes that yep. And some of it, people, some of these games, a lot of people just don't care about. I'm sure there's a big chunk of people that it's like, why would I do that if. Right. I already have it on the PS4, and the PS4 game plays on the PS5. Why right. would I then buy it again on the PS5? It makes no sense. I, I just, I think it's stupid. I, I understand, again, I understand some things, other things, I just, I don't get it. I just don't understand. I. I I get I understand that you understand. I don't know how to explain this. It's just it's all they're trying to get the most out of their money and stuff, but like as a consumer it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. That yep. I know that they're doing this to get more money and yes, I get that they need money, but at the same time I want something else or something different. Well, and the best way that we can do to fight that it's is not to not buy them. Which and I don't, don't. I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't bother. I just, you know, it's like you s- like like we're saying, we want newer content, new stuff, or just, you know, they're putting all this energy, time and energy and money into this stuff, where it's like, I would rather be waiting longer for I feel that way games. about DLC, too, though. Yeah. Like, I would much rather not have DLC and have that roped into the main game right. by waiting longer, or I don't want the companies spending time on well, DLC when they could be working on the next iteration. Well... Uh, to be fair, I'd rather have DLC than them remastering some of these games for the 50th <laughs> time. And not even just the remastering, reporting games. Speaking of, I'm surprised Final Fantasy 15 hasn't been HD remaster Final uh, Fantasy 15 time. on the PS5. <laughs> give it time. I I'm know. Because sure, they milked that game a lot, yes, too. Yes, I know. It was everywhere. You couldn't get away from Final Fantasy. I still can't get away. I still get ads sometimes for that stupid mobile app game. Oh, I know. <laughs> Brave Exvius. Yes. No, no, no. There was a Final Fantasy 15 one. They were playing it in the game. <laughs> I thought that they I thought that they had it and then they like discontinued it pretty quick. Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, time flies. Yeah, so I like know. 5 years ago was like yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 5 years ago was tomorrow. <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I mean, that's that's really all that I I. There really wasn't a whole lot. I can't say there was a whole lot of games that I was like, oh my gosh, I need this game. A lot of them were just like, oh, it's another shooter. Oh, there it's was... another like battle royale. I can't remember what it was called, but 
the the one game with the little girl that turns into the like animals or whatever seemed kind of interesting. You remember what I was talking about? I can't remember. What oh was yeah, yeah, she turned into that dog and then ate the bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should rewatch that because it looked really funny. That. Yeah, I saw that. That that did look pretty good. Yeah, and then the stray. What is it called? Oh yeah, stray the cat game. Yeah, that they announced like way back way back like e3 last year or something yeah haven't nothing? heard nothing about that yeah that was um I'm a little sad about that they did too. have another game i want to say like project eve or something like that that looked really cool it was just another like it was just blah one character oh, rpg the game i don't know what you're talking about oh, you i don't? probably would if i'd rewatched it uh i'd have to i'd have to look it was it was early it was before we started the watching well, what about the the car game oh gran turismo was that it was yeah that it? well i mean Gran- I stepped away after we <laughs> after like watching five minutes of the same car i had to step away gran turismo's like a big deal oh yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't know it was gran turismo. yeah that's that's why paid attention that's why that's why they hyped it up like they did like ooh, it's a fancy car Ooh, it's a fancy <laughs> car yeah it's gran, gran turismo um yeah project eve is the game and it's like this this girl who's out in space fighting some like huge monster and then she like gets punched out of the spaceship and starts like falling to earth and then she lands on earth and then you get and then you just like get a bunch of clips of like ruins of the world and she has some like little creature robot thing with her. It kind of looks similar to yeah. It was it was before we I started see. watching it. We missed it. Um, but she has this like little robot thing that follows around, similar to near Automata. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looks cool. Like she she just seems very like powerful, and it makes yeah. you want to you know control this. You know, it's it's cool. It looks it looks neat. Um, it's not by Square or anything yeah. fun, but I mean, <laughs> um, Forsaken is a Square mm-hmm. Square Enix game, so that'll be obviously on on our to do yeah. list. But Project Eve, it looked cool. Well, you'll have to watch them. Yeah, more I will. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a ton that was made me like want to run out and buy stuff there was this there's this one game i can't remember the name now but they've showed it off like six times like in the past like six major playstation updates and it's this game i think it's like time loop or something like that where this guy is like playing the same scenario over and over again to try and get out of the time loop and it just it's like the first time I watched it, I'm like, all right, that kind of looks interesting. That looks like yeah. it'll be fun. Second couple times, it's like, all right, yeah, it's kind of neat. Now I'm just like, okay, just Again? let it release. <laughs> like, we don't need another like possible trailer. Like, let's just move on. It's like me trying to filler it, <laughs> finding filler words for my school paragraphs. Like just <laughs> throwing random. We've remade use Grand a Theft th- Auto again. Use a thesaurus yeah. and just keep <laughs> redundant words. Yeah, pretty much. It. It. I think that's really what it was. Was just this filler stuff, and it wasn't that long. No, so, and I, I mean, don't think they usually are. I know that oh, they to have. To be fair, I missed ten minutes of it. Apparently, <laughs> Tokyo Game Show is coming up in October, the first week of October. 
So um, there's a lot that's going to be done there. Yeah. Square Enix has like a big, like a 90 or 50, 50, a 50 minute segment for Tokyo Game nice. Show. So a lot of stuff I'm sure that we're going to be interested yeah. in is going to be announced there. But I mean, along with all the other stuff, like obviously because we're so yeah. Final Fantasy fan, you yeah. know, people that's our primary, like, what's Square Enix going to do? Right. But, I mean, there is a lot. We don't just play Square Enix games. No, yeah, we yeah. play a little bit of everything. But, but it's on our radar. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. We could talk about puzzles. I've been collecting <laughs> Pokemon puzzles. <laughs> putting them together taking some videos yeah we've been putting them together in a video format and then like speeding them up in a time lapse on our youtube channel so if that sounds like fun you can check us out zap night or no youtube.com forward slash zap night gaming um but yeah we've got like four or five of them on there right now uh, we have so many more puzzles. <laughs> I'm gonna steal and one. they're they're fun. <laughs> I mean they're they're just they're so cute and it's so neat to go to the store and try and find new ones. Since buying Pokemon cards has been so difficult lately, <laughs> this is a nice like substitute. Maybe and everyone likes putting together a little puzzle. Yeah, and a lot of them only take like an hour yeah. to you know to sit down and put together. So that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Plus, we get an extra little bit of content to throw up too. So. Always, always good to throw up content. <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about, Keely? Not a whole lot. It's been a quiet week. Well, nice. Month. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we'll be done. Hopefully, we'll be done with Final Fantasy X by the end of the month. I feel like I'm on a good track to get it done. Um, I think... I'm at I'm at 15 hours right now, and I could probably push in another like 20 if I needed to. So I think if I needed yeah. to get to the f like the 40 hour mark, I could probably do it by the end of the month. If it's going to be much more than that, then or if something complicated comes yeah. up where I can't play, um, then I'll I'll we'll worry about that later. But for right now, I feel like I'm on, track. on track. Do you feel like you're on track? I think I'll be on track. I'm okay, good. Yeah. So, um, for now, we're going to say Final Fantasy X is going to be the next podcast episode, though we might have to rearrange stuff depending on what happens at the end of the month. Uh, but make sure you're following us on all of our social media so we keep you guys up to date. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Bye!